Okay. You are now listening to the Funkaholics Podcast. I'll say it once, I'll say it twice, I'll say it three times, I'll say it a thousand times. I do not care. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Funkaholics Podcast. And when I hear that music, the everything stands up on my body, so... Take it for what I said, and uh, yeah, um, whatever. (laughs) Today is going to be a very fun episode. You guys already know what time it is. It is Funkaholic Fridays with the the Pop Fox, and uh, we've got a lot of interesting shit going on today. Um, It's going to be very Funko-filled, I I feel, because... there's just been a lot of shit going on in the news of Funko. We've been following this, uh, all this, all these adjustments and firings and messages and favors and all this shit that Funko's up to, and we're here to break it down. So, without further ado, I am going to bring in the Pop Fox, Marty Soul. Welcome back. What up, what up? <laughs> and guys, the Tasmanian <laughs> devil took care of a couple of things, so we'll see how it goes. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. No stress from Mighty Soul from Nando at all. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. Oh, man. Mighty Soul, how have you been? It's been a while since we did the episode. Well, not a while, but I it's know. been, you know, we didn't get to covered last week so yeah i've been good i've just been um you know crazy busy you know following like you said all this funko the funko shenanigans i like to call it now perfect and, said um, it better. yes funko shenanigans and uh just busy with um life right stuff on the instagram page and life <laughs> yeah i have a lot going on yeah definitely you've been super busy and i love it i've been Every time I get a chance to jump onto Instagram and and take a look on there and everything, I'm like, oh, what is Molly Soul posting now? But um, there is one thing that we'll be talking about in uh, in a little while, and uh, it's a photo challenge that you're doing, and I'm excited because I'm going to participate. So that's going to be Wait. fun to hear about. Yeah, I'm super stoked to talk about it. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. So let's uh let's get into the shit let's uh let's let's get this thing going you know as they say in show business the show must go on regardless of what we got going on in our lives and stuff like that and all the craziness that's coming from funko and all the drama but we're gonna cover all that but uh marisol i raised my water bottle to you i gotta behave myself because i gotta go pick up mercy after we uh after we finish this episode so <laughs> you better play yourself a womp womp my friend i know it's uh <laughs> there it is i just gave it <laughs> no that's cool I, I switched it up this week and i have um i have a coffee with a splash of irish cream happening in it so ooh, fancy pants i, fi- I kind of yeah i kind of feel like you and angelo have been talking more what's going on here <laughs> <laughs> you know it's funny we actually have been <laughs> But that's not where the coffee came from. <laughs> <laughs> that's too funny. That sounds like something Angela would make. So that's why I was like, ooh. 
yeah, I got some stuff I need to take care of after this. So I'm like trying to keep myself up. <laughs> there you go. I got you. I'm with you. Um, so guys, um, I think what we're going to do is, uh, we're going to skip Funko news and we're not going to bother, you know, looking at the blog because we're going to get into a lot of shit that Funko has been going on with. And also I participated in my first NFT drop. So, (gasps) whoa, yeah, I need to hear about this. Yes. Um, it was, uh, let me say where when we talked to Jake last, uh, in the last episode, um, and he said, you know, it's a slippery slope. It's a, it's a, it's a easy black hole to fall into or rabbit hole. Um, he was not lying. So I'll, (laughs) I'll, we'll go into that and I'll talk about that. But, um, let's, uh, let's go into collector news and check out what's going on with toy hype USA. All right. So let's see what we got going on. Ooh, <laughs> right off the bat. Um, McFarlane Toys, DC Multiverse Bi- Batman, the Dark Knight Trilogy figures pre-orders. Guys, Ooh. Sal is fucking fired up for this one, and I know why. Um, this McFarlane Toys DC release is going to be the fucking bomb.com. Um, I'm just saying it right now um they are doing a bane the the bane from the movie which i fucking love Ooh, that's gonna be tight he's the build a figure and he looks fucking awesome um they've got the heath ledger joker in there and they've got like the piles of money accessory that comes with him you know you've got the christian bell batman um, they've got the scarecrow in there. He looks fucking amazing. So, uh, and then they got two face. Um, he looks so fucking dope. I'm all in on this one, guys. I'm all in. Uh, it's only four figures to pre-order also. So, and they're all dope characters that you would want to keep in your collection. So bravo. Like I'm giving the, I, I am clapping for uh for McFarlane and what they put out for this one because this one is fucking legit. Like you only have to order four of the figures at $24.99. You're only paying a hundred bucks and you get the Bane build a figure. That's dope. And I, I was just looking at the price and I think that price is is pretty solid. $24.99 is great for each figure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Yeah, and it look I mean, they look great. It's not this is not something I collect, but these look dope. I can see why you guys are excited. Oh yeah. I'm a I'm I have my like so obviously, you know, 66 Batman, 89 Batman and uh Christian Bell Batman. I love those ones. Those are, you know, those those are the ones that I fucks with. Um but, <laughs> you know, all the other ones I'm like, oh, bleh, I don't want it. <laughs> But yeah, this one I was just like, oh man! And I, I uh, God, why am I going blank? I, uh, Tom Hardy, right? I, that's the one that played Bane. That's the yes. dude that plays Venom. Um, I fucking love the actor. So yeah, perfect. I'm I'm extremely excited about this one. All right. So then, my next question is, how do we feel about this Hot Toys Batman 1989 man? Uh, um. <laughs> <laughs> so here's here's 
Um, I fucking love it. I think it's absolutely gorgeous. But here's the thing. It's a 1.6 scale, and I don't buy those big ones. <laughs> I mean, gotcha. there's certain big ones. You know, there's certain big action figures that I will purchase. Um, and they're, you know, they're absolutely, you know, they're, they're fucking beautiful, but you know, I don't have, I don't have a ginormous house that can, I can turn into a museum. So I only got so much space. So we got to maximize the space. <laughs> I hear you, man. When I, when I grow up my, my goal is <laughs> my, my goal is to just, you know, eventually just turn this collection into just, just hot toys and like statues. Um, so one day I will fucks with this, but if I could right now, I would do this. This Batmobile looks sick. It does. It really does. It's pretty fire, man. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm still working on getting all of us together so that we can have Sal on here too. Um, I would even love to get my buddy Isaac on here as well. These guys do nothing but hot toys and oh my God, just, I mean, just the information alone. And surprisingly, like even, you know, we're looking at the, we're looking at the pricing right now, $345 for the deluxe version. The collector's edition is $279 um, and the Batmobile. Oh my God. The Batmobile's priced at $715. Oh fuck. <laughs> I did not see that. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, but Oof. I mean, when you, like act, I said, when I grow up, yeah, there you go. When you grow up, when you, when we hit the lottery, right. Then we can have these type it, of toys. Exactly. Um, but yeah, they're, I, the detail alone that they do on these things and everything there, it's fucking gorgeous. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. When we hit the lottery. <laughs> yeah, that's it. We should start going have these on lottery tickets. There you and go. And then if we win, we'll just get to buy all the fucking hot toys. Excellent. Excellent. I might have another proposition for you on NFTs, but we'll see. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, there's a couple in, uh, a couple other ones here that I was scrolling through that I wanted to talk about just a little bit. But uh, Diamond Select Toys, they're doing the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, Last Ronin. And this one's a figure di uh, figure diorama. Um, he looks amazing. Um, Seventy four ninety nine. That's ugh. Uh, it, it don't get me wrong, guys. It's a beautiful statue. I just there's better last Ronin ones out there. Um, on this one, I would prefer that Diamond Select be around. Fifty dollars, um, sixty dollars at the max, but seventy four ninety nine is just a a little too high um, for their product. Inflation, bro! Inflation! Inflation! And then, <laughs> and, then and then we're looking at Big Bad Toy Store, and they're giving seventy seventy uh, percent off uh, for Valentine's Day. Like anybody had any time to go in there and look at the sale? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Love how they snuck that one in there. <laughs> yeah, like hello. I mean, not even. I didn't even get an email about this shit. Right. Yeah, they didn't even. I guess <laughs> yeah. I would have been there. Exactly. Yeah, I was. I was there too. Um, the company that we love and hate so much, Super Seven. They're oh. coming out with the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Ultimate <laughs> Wave One. 
And again, they are uh, their prices have not changed, so they're definitely not listening to the podcast, Mighty Soul. <laughs> they're not. You know, Funko 100% is Super Seven. No, I, yeah. I'm working on it though. I've been working on them. <laughs> there we go. Also, guys, but- we got the Super Seven Thundercats Ultimates Thunder Tank seven inch scale. Um, vehicle and it's available now for a whopping four hundred and fifty dollars. Oh, what a bargain! Right, man. <laughs> Just I see they also have like some the Simpson. Uh, excuse me, the Simpsons Ultimates that have come out. Yes. Uh, I'm scrolling down. And I see Animaniacs. Super Seven has been kicking me right in the childhood feels, and I just can't do it. It's just so damn expensive. You know what's funny is like, so even like at my vendor events and everything where, you know, we're just, you know, we got a little bit of free time and we're shooting the shit and everything. I cannot tell you how many people have told me like, I fucking love Super 7, but I hate their fucking prices. Yeah, dude. Like, I love it. I just love it. But like, if I collected Super 7, I would not be able to really collect anything else. Exactly. You know, like, you know, if you collect Super 7, more power to you, man. But, like, I just, uh, that's a pricey ticket right there for me. Yeah. It but I love it. Is. They're doing big things. But, Unf- yeah, it uh, would be a expensive rabbit hole for me. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, Super 7 doesn't know. But for us, you know, it's, uh, it's wine taste on a beer budget. So. There you go. We'll stick with McFarland Toys and Hasbro and Mattel until they start rocking up the prices on us. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But that's all we got for collector news, guys. So um, definitely go out there. Check out Toy Hype USA. Uh, they've got, I mean, they're constantly updating. And, and like I said, you you can't go wrong when you click on there. You get all the information that you need. They let you know exactly what's coming along, uh, what comes with it, when's it when it's going to get released, where it's going to be released at, how you can pre-order. And they give you the price. They definitely prepare you. Yes, for sure. All right. So we're going to jump into Funko because literally as I was um, getting the getting the topics together for me and Marisol, um, there was just a lot of shit going on with Funko. So I had a lot of homework that I was doing and covering. But one thing that I wanted to put out there, guys, is so I did participate in my first NFT drop. And this was the Nickelodeon drop where... Rocco um, holding the weights above his head was the grail. Uh, I think it was a limit of 999. So um, it was actually really interesting. It wasn't bad. Um, I can understand, you know, like, you know, the hype and how easy it is to get caught up. Thank God I didn't know what the fuck I was doing on there. So I was able to (laughs) avoid going back into the queue so I, I, um, it was dropping at, at 12 PM at noon. I jumped on 1159. I, you know, I logged in, I did all that and said, you know, go ahead and join the queue. So I joined the queue and it literally, so all of a sudden the bar started coming up, you know, it's telling you, you know, you have so much time to wait, whatever. So I don't know if I just hit it right at the right time, but it said, it literally said you have two, you have two minutes or you have two minutes and then it's going to prompt you to pick what you want. If whatever's available and then you check out. So I'm like, Oh shit. So, you know, I'm like, you know, just watching, 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 boom, my opportunity comes up. So I grabbed 
three standard packs, and then I grab the premium pack, which is 15 digital cards, and then the standard packs are five cards each at $9.99. So by the time I checked out, I hit their cap, which is $60. So did that. Well, I was so nervous and excited at the same time that I just went and started ripping the packs. So mm, one of my coworkers, he was kind of watching. He was just like, oh, I want to see. He's like, you know, let's start ripping them. So we're going through the standard packs. I did not get shit. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So literally, I'm just opening these cards and we're like, oh, is that one? We're like, oh, 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 like. You know, nothing was coming up, and my buddy was just kind of like, bro, fuck, man. Uh, it doesn't sound like you're going to do this again. I'm like, no, literally. So we get to the, you know, we get to the premium pack, right? And, you know, we're opening the cards. All of a sudden, boom, I hit. I scored a legendary. So, nice. Okay. Yeah. So when the time comes, you know, and shout out to Jake. Thank you so much, bro, for educating me because – I was just sending him all these text messages and he was just like, bro, just call me. He goes, cause you got like 50 questions in the feed and I can't, you know, I can't answer all of them. So I gave him a call. I told him, I was like, Hey bro, I scored a legendary and he's all cool. You know, congratulations. He was like, um, he goes, just give it time. It'll mature. He goes, and then what they'll do is they'll switch it over and then you just check your wallet and your wallet will have a coin, a redeemable coin. He goes, excuse me he goes you um when it's in your wallet you just click on the coin and then it's going to walk you through the process on asking for your shipping information and everything and then it'll keep you updated and let you know when it gets shipped out you know and all that good stuff so i was like hey that's pretty cool pretty easy um here came the confusing part so I wanted to keep track of these better as opposed to going through a web. I was like, Funko should have an app already set up to where, you know, like an inventory tracker or something like that. Well, they don't. You have to... They have this other one. Fuck, I forgot what it was called. Um, uh, I can't remember what it was. But they have they have one that they send a link to. Well, you have to create a Wax account. I didn't want to go that route. And Jake warned me and he told me, he said, stay away from that. He goes, they want an extreme amount of information, more than what they should be asking for. He goes, so just stay away from it. So I didn't even bother going down that route. Then I started looking at, you know, some other things that they have in there. And um, so when, you go, when, you're on the, when you're on the NFT Funko, um, what is it? Uh, drop, drop, uh, drop. Drop IO. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when you're on that one, it, it basically, get, it, it lets you know what you have. It keeps record of it and everything. And if you want to like put, the, I guess, put them up for sale or trade them or whatever, you hit the dice. It takes you into another website that you can log into. I forget what that one was called. I think you, I think you had mentioned it. It's it, Atomic Hub, I believe. There you go. Thank you, Marisol. Um, it takes you into Atomic Hub, and then that's where you can create and kind of see and, you know, do all that stuff. So um, I'm still learning, guys. Um, I have 120 days to make a decision if I want to do this again. Well, not necessarily do this again, but cash in my NFT. Um, and then it's it literally says, like, so 120 days for, I guess, for, like, the legendary thing to 
mature or whatever or for it to turn into a coin. Then you get your coin. You have a 30-day window to cash that in. So if I guess if you don't cash it in, then that's what they that's when they call it like a burn card or something like that. So it lowers mm -hmm. it lowers how many come out. So like I said, guys, I was kind of walking through this, learning as I go, you know, and uh, here's here's where where I can see that this becomes a slippery slope or or a rabbit hole to dive into. Um, I had the high to jump at, jump back in there and try and buy a couple more packs. Um, thank God I went the total opposite way. And so apparently what you can do is the moment that you check out, you can go back in and try and see if you can score more. I think the odds of that happening are extremely, um, extremely low because you're already, you know what I mean? You're already waiting in line between. And, and the cool thing about it, too, is they literally show you what's left. So all the standard packs sold out immediately. The premium packs were still available. But when I jumped back in, it was like a 22-minute wait. And literally as three minutes passed, the, uh, the volume. So it was at 4K. Then all of a sudden it was at 1K and then it was less than 1K and then they were gone and then they, they, they shut down the, the queue. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. Yeah, but you were ready. You were ready to go and spend more money, man. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was ready to try and grab maybe like a couple more packs. So, um, guys, I, uh, uh, believe me, uh, when I say, uh, listen to Jake. Um, you can, uh, you can get sucked in very fast and you, and, and the high is there, Marisol. That's the scary thing about it is it's a gambling rush. It really is. It really is. That's why I was telling you guys, um, when we had Jake on, I did it one time and that's the exact way I felt about it. I had this gambling high and that's why I was like, I can't mess with this anymore because I felt myself ready to just spend money. Yeah. Like spend money. I didn't have, you know what I mean? Because I was just like in such a high and such a rush. And I was like, Ooh, this is dangerous for me. It's just, this is not for me kind of thing. So I totally understand where you're coming from because I had the same experience. Yeah, it was crazy. I was I was just like sitting there and I'm just like fuck and like I I literally like I just told myself like so what I'm going to do and I'm going to try and control myself is yeah, I'm going to participate again. Absolutely. It was fun. But I got to stay in my lane. You know what I mean? So I got to humble myself. I'm only willing to commit 60 bucks. Not a huge loss if I don't score anything, you know what I mean? And you know, I got some stupid digital cards to look at. <laughs> I know. It's like, what do I do with this now? Yeah, exactly. Um, so, you know, I have those and, you know, obviously, you know, you want to cash in, you get excited when you get, when you score the legendaries, you score the grails, you know, things like that. Um, congratulations to the people that actually did score them. And, you know, um, I know everybody was excited about scoring that Rocco. That one is really cool. Um, but yeah, I I I um I I I know I got to be very careful and you know just for any of you out there that are wanting to try it or you know just want to test the waters or whatever if you have spending problems or if you have gambling type issues with Funko, do not go into this because it will <laughs> yeah, when you get that when you get that credit card bill in, oof, lord have mercy. 
Um, but guys, just a, you know, just a warning and just a heads up. It's extremely fun, but go in with the mindset that you have a number that you are willing to cut off at because, um, like Jake said, there's been times where he was, you know, $500, $600 deep into it in seconds, guys, in seconds. I got, yeah, I got so much feedback, by the way, for, about Jake saying that he had spent $1,800 on NFTs. Right? <laughs> People were like, no, there's no way that that dude spent $1,800. I was like, yeah, it's addicting, man. And if, you know, if you've got the money and this is your thing, they were like, no, there's just no way I can do that. I can't believe it. They were just in disbelief. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had a huge, there was a huge reaction to that. Yeah. Good old Jake. Like he said, I'm always around when he's doing stupid shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, you know, guys, like I said, you know, it, it I'm, I'm not going to lie. It was extremely fun. It was a great rush. Um, but yeah, if you don't have control, do not get into this. I promise you don't get into it because if you do and you spend all that money and you don't score shit, that's where it's definitely, I got lucky. Like I said, you know, first one, I'm not saying all of them are going to be bangers and, you know, but if I can, in my, in my mind and and what feels good to me is if i spend $60 and i lost it and i just got these digital cards to show for it cool not a problem if i fucking go in there over $100 $300 whatever and i don't score shit definitely going to be there's going to be some counseling that's coming or something you know what i mean cuz yeah, it's uh you can definitely you can definitely get sucked in right away. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. I can see that. Well, uh how exciting. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, uh no now I'm gonna keep tabs on you with all these drops. I'm be like, Nando. Oh, I know. Did you get in? What'd you spend? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Trust me. And I yeah, like I said, I'm just gonna make it I'm just gonna make it a note to myself that the moment that I check out, I'm gonna go ahead and rip open my packs. So that I'm not sitting there going in there and try to buy some other ones. And I mean, you know, on the on the other end, like I can see, you know, where these packs haven't been open or anything like that. They're just sitting out there. They're on the secondary market and everything. And I can see where you can kind of like gain some of your money back. But, you know, it's I, to me, I would just say, you know, prepare yourself better. Or, you know, if you're doing this kind of like as a business thing. I don't know how fast these packs sell. You know what I mean? So I'm kind of like doing my research. I know on eBay they've posted them. So I'm following, you know, the the um, the ad or the or, you know, the the item that they have for sale. And I, I kind of want to see like how quick it sells or I, I'm just re I'm really I'm, I'm watching um, from a vendor side. This isn't really something that I want to get into, but if I could score the NFTs, awesome. Then, you know, I've got a great item, something that's going to stick out and sit at my booth and I'll make my money back there. But, you know, like I said, I'm keeping myself to a limit. I'm not going to go any higher. I mean, you could have just went to the warehouse sale and, and scored a couple and then sold them at the booth. Right. I'm glad you brought, <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. So. Marisol, my question to you is, are NFTs really destroyed if not redeemed? I'm going to say no. I Look, I, I, so there was drama that there were some of these NFT pops found at the Arizona warehouse sale that 
Funko had. But even when we were talking about it with Jake and Jake said that, my gut in my mind, I was like, no, they're not. They're not like, I just don't see Funko destroying pops like that because it's Funko. And like, they're just about that money, man. I, and I was like, no, these are somewhere. I don't know what they do with them, but they're somewhere. And sure enough, we had a story this week that they popped up at that sale. So no, I don't think they're destroyed. I think that they're, they're meant for something else and they keep that hush hush, but somebody there messed up and put them out. Yeah, no, I agree 100%. The crazy thing about it is they got all these people fired up when that um, that little price list was released. And $15 NFTs, are you fucking kidding me? Oof. That's yeah insane. And when you put something like that and it leaks, of course, you're going to have people going crazy. So this is a drama that we're getting into, guys, and there's a little bit more going on. But uh, we found it very interesting, you know, that this, you know, Funko Warehouse drop in Arizona, they were showing video of people fighting, which is understandable. Um, you know, people get excited and shit like that. Shout out to the security guard that was handling all this because she was on top of her shit. She literally told these people, like, keep your shit up and you'll fucking, you won't even participate. And mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So that that was, that went really well. But there was some confusion. It was interesting. So... There was a gentleman that came out earlier and told all of the people, you know, like, hey, there was a mistake. You know, there were some NFTs, but an employee bought them, cleared them out for $1,200. We now have discovered that employee because they're posting on Macari and eBay <laughs> a shitload of NFTs oh, from oh anywhere from 350 to $450. This is the part where Funko should care um, are we surprised as Funko collectors? No, but there's other people that are taking this shit to heart and they're extremely upset about it, which we understand people, we get it, but you got to remember all the episodes that we've done, everything that we've been introducing to you guys, we are telling you that Funko is going bigger. They mm-hmm. are going global guys. They want to become Mattel, Hasbro. So when shit like that happens, what does that mean? They don't give a shit. And we're going to start getting shit that's mass produced where its product is probably going to get slipped too. And there's just going to be a lot of shit. And we're already seeing it. So all these fucking warehouse drops and shit like that that are going on, it's probably Funko just clearing up the books and saying... We're, we're going to start off with a clean slate and we're just going to take this shit as big as we can. Absolutely. I, yeah, I a hundred percent agree. You know, I've been, like you said, we've been saying it in these episodes. I've been talking about it on my Instagram and you know, it, it, they are just a company that is trying to make money. Don't take this personal, you know, they, unfortunately they don't care about you like that, man. Like it's, it's a business and they need to make money. And this where the fact that they even had a warehouse sale should have been a clear indicator of like, okay, we need to clear all this stuff out, recoup whatever we can start fresh and, you know, and just start, you know, rolling, rolling out whatever the next phase of the plan is. Right. But, you know, for them to be sitting on all those pops and have such a huge warehouse sale, um, 
that was a huge sign right there that should tell you like, Hey, we're just a company that's trying to make money. Like, sorry, you know, sorry, not sorry. We're not trying to hurt your feelings, but like we have to operate as a business here and this is how business works. Yeah, definitely. But I do, you know, I do understand why people were very upset about that because they invest a lot of money in these NFTs and et cetera, et cetera. But I was not surprised by it at all. And, uh, and this won't be the last time something like this happens, you know? No, you're right. And uh, here's the other kicker guys. Um, the photos that were posted and, and the menu also guys, if you guys look at that price list, guys, there was Funkos that were directly from the comic con. So mm-hmm. that's another thing. That's a kick in the nuts because you're going to San Diego comic con guys. We know that this is the Mecca of all comic cons and it's got to be extremely expensive. I mean, I'm sure people go with 5,000 to 10,000 to $15,000 with them. Um, it's extremely hard to get into these Funko drops um, to even make it to the Funko fun day alone. You know what I mean? And if they're telling yeah. you that we're sold out and it's truly not, how does that feel for the people that fucking waited so long in fucking line that were towards the end, you know, that didn't get to camp out or be there, you know, right away. How does that feel to them for them to be told we're sold out, but then yet months later, all of a sudden they're at a fucking warehouse. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. um, yeah, I I hate to say it, guys, and like I said, you know, it's a love and hate relationship with Funko, um, but with guys, read the tea leaves, man. They're like I said, they're they don't give a shit, and they're just gonna keep continuing to move forward. Like Marisol said, this company is out to make money, and uh, and everything that the tea leaves are telling us right now is that they are going, they're going big time, and that's uh, that's a scary thing. Um, you know, for us collectors and it could be, you know, it could be a good thing. It could be a bad thing, but to me, it it kind of almost feels like a bad thing because it's just all these things that we, that we say are exclusives. Are they really exclusives guys? Um, are NFTs created, you know, supposedly the rumor is out there is that when you cash these in, that's when they're created, which obviously we guys, we know is a lie. Um, Whatever number they put out there, that's how many they create. So if you've got a one out of 999, that means 999 of them were made. If you score a legendary and it's got an 1800 number on it, 1800 of them exist out there, whether they were burned or whatever. It just, it doesn't make financial sense that they would say like, oh, this uh, Nando just cashed in his legendary coin. So we're going to go ahead and get this pop in production. The pop's already been made, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Especially with like the production the production time that it takes to make pops. Like even when it's not an NFT pop, like there's absolutely no way that they're being created once you know, the NFTs are, are purchased, you know, it doesn't make any sense. It would take them a lot longer to get them to you. I mean, it already does take a while to be able to redeem them um, and get them, but it would take even longer than that if they were waiting to make the pops yes. based on how many people got the redeemables. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, 
it's, you know, you just got to look at the bigger picture, guys. That's really all that we're telling you. And, you know, we're just, like I said, we're not here to shade on Funko. We love Funko, but there's times where Funko is just like, oh, it is very challenging to like you right now. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. It's, it's you know, and the other thing is that, you know, it, there's a lot of, they are clearly in a transition right now, right? And they, it's, it's being amplified, these mistakes um, and mishaps are being amplified by a whole other machine that's out there, like these YouTubers and influencers that are, um, you know, receiving emails from people who are at these events. Right. And then they're just kind of taking that drama and running with it because they know people are going to tune in. They know they're going to get subscribers. They know they're going to get likes and they're blowing it up even further. And oh, people yeah. are like really buying into it. And I think that's, what's making these things seem a lot larger than they are too, you know, like the stuff at the warehouse, like that stuff definitely happened, you know, but then like, I'm sure, you know, the next thing we're going to get into is the Funko Hollywood drama. That's all the, he said, she said, yeah. and it's become a big thing that hit the internet, like between yesterday and today. And it's, it's literally like propaganda at this point. <laughs> so why don't, um, why don't you take us into that one, Marisol? Why don't you kind of give us, take that one, talk to us okay. about that one. So the Funko Hollywood drama is that uh, the word is, or, you know, this is people feel and have been emailing and talking about this online, that it, they feel like it's, there's a particular group of flippers that show up for drops at this store and that somehow they're always the ones that get the chases as if they have um, a connection with somebody who works at Funko Hollywood or some kind of connection or, you know, they're favored for whatever reason. Now, again, this is based on, uh, things that people are posting online or people are putting in emails or making videos about, but there's no real proof that that's happening. Um, and that just really got blown up today by a particular YouTube video and, um, you know, people just talking about it left and right because now you know it's like the funko drama machine it seems like the past couple of weeks so it's just like another thing that people could gripe about um so basically this is all legend okay we don't know if that's for sure this doesn't make to me personally my opinion this doesn't make sense to me i think it's just a bunch of people who are butthurt that they didn't get a chase honestly um, because there's also a lot of people that are commenting and, and posting online that you know the opposite that they you know, that they have shown up to the Funko store in the middle of the day and randomly got a chase Yeah, and they're not a flipper and they don't know anyone there. Um, and I don't think somebody would write that if that wasn't true. Right. Because like, why, why would they defend? It's not like they work there. Why would they defend Funko and make up a story that's favorable to them or doesn't benefit them at all? Exactly. Does that make sense? So that's what makes me feel like this is very sus. Um, and again, there's a lot of, uh, influencers and, and voices in the community that are pushing this agenda because it's, it's what it's hot. It's hot right now. You know, people are commenting on it and, and whatever. And I, I'm not a fan of this. I think that if you are a powerful voice in the community, you shouldn't use it for stuff like this. Um, because there's also a lot of comments I'm seeing on these videos where people are like, calling them out for not having proof and they're kind of getting argumentative back with them. And it's just gotten ugly guys. Like it's just kind of yucky and icky. 
And if, you know, if you, you should, I just feel like you should use your voice for positivity. And it's just been a real string of like morbid and like just bummer videos. Like I tried to watch one today about it. So like, you know, I don't think I'm missing any information here, but if I am, I apologize. I could not get through the video because that's how like down it made me. You know what I mean? Like I felt like it was like watching TMZ report on Britney Spears's breakdown. Yeah. That's what it felt like. And I, I just, I was like, I stopped the video and I was like, Oh, I don't need this. Like, I don't need to watch this. I don't want to be in a bad mood over something that is probably not even true, you know? So anyway, that, that's the drama that's supposedly happening. You know, I obviously was not there. I, I'm not, you know, on the West coast where I could go and have experience at the Funko Hollywood store, but that's the latest drama and it's all alleged. I, I think that people are just feeding on this now and I think we just need to move past it. Yeah. And I mean, these, you know, these, these people that have a voice and things like that for Funko and, you know, they have this following and everything. Um, obviously, I mean, that's what they do. You know, that's, that's their business. It's, that's that's clickbait for them, you know what I mean? And obviously, they're going to want to put shit out there that's going to draw attention to them. Uh, for the fact that they, you know, that they go in there and they respond back to the people and stuff like that, I, you know, I wouldn't partake in that. that that's just me. Uh, but, guys, what you got to remember is, one, like we're saying, Funko could give two shits about what we're, our, our feelings. Um, I would be extremely surprised that if, Funko were to say like, "Hey guys, we listened to you. We listened to you. So guess what? Um, every Funko that comes with or that has a Chase variant, it's gonna come in every single case of six, which brings down the Chase value and it makes it not rare. Um, you know, as opposed to where Funko was doing like what well, there was a chance of a Chase in like one in thirty six or." You know, the number was definitely a lot higher than six. Maybe it was like one in 18. But mm-hmm. if if that happens, guys, then where's the fun? Where's the rarity? You know what I mean? It's just, you know, every every Joe Schmo can have a, have a chase in their collection or at their booth. And I'm talking both ends. I'm talking collector and seller. It, uh, it, it, it takes the value away from it, guy. And then these things that we have a dollar symbol over, they're not going to be worth shit anymore because they're going to be mass produced and you can just buy them wherever the fuck you want. They're, you know, the rarity is gone. So pick your poison. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's up to you guys and, and you know what you want. And like I said, you know, will Funko listen? Maybe not. They listen to the Funkaholics podcast. We know that. Um, they definitely do. <laughs> I mean, on that note, I did want to add that they have made a change to the um, Funko Photo A Day uh, challenge. And I'm going to tell you right now, I think it's because they listened to the podcast two weeks ago. <laughs> and uh, yeah, they took our advice. <laughs> uh, but just real quick, the change that they've made, guys, is that there's no longer a daily prompt. Uh, they give you an overall theme. So this time it was Valentine's Day. And they were like, hey, just post a photo with this theme. Hashtag it Funko Photo a Day Challenge. And on, on the 17th, we'll pick a bunch of, of winners and announce them. There you go. Uh, yeah, and I was like, boom, this is what we're talking about. This is what needs to happen. Make it less personal. Don't invest so much on it every day. And then people are pissed every day because they didn't win. And yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the perfect way to go about it. And you know what? And I actually give them kudos because they could have just ended the challenges and not addressed it. Yeah. 
Definitely. To be quite honest. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm very happy that they went this way and, you know, everyone's, you know, uh, there's been mixed reaction to it, but uh, this is what I've been talking about. They are a large company. They can't keep getting so personal with these things. So I think that was whoever made that decision. Good on you because this is what needed to happen. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Take all that personal shit out of there and everything and even randomize it. And guys, if you don't win, be proud of your photo that you put together. That's where the real, that's where the realness Uh is. You know what I mean? Fuck the, fuck the gift. Like be happy that somebody went out there, liked your photo that you put your heart into and, you know, and and if you got feedback, even better. Because, like, I'll be honest with you. Feedback for someone that was just blown away by my photo over some fucking proto or whatever give Funko gives me, I'll take the comments, positive comments, um, over that prize any day. So just, uh, just food for thought, guys, and just my opinion. But speaking of photo challenges, um, Marisol, talk to us about the TBF horror challenge that's going on yes oh i'm so stoked on this guys so um me and my friend adam beardy pop guy on instagram are hosting the tbf horror challenge that's the hashtag uh it's running for five days and there's a different prompt every day and it's just for fun guys like there's no prize there's no whatever it's just for fun you know he and i both love horror horror photography is something that i've just started dabbling in so and and he's really great at it. So he was the perfect person to pair up with do this. Um, so yeah, if you go to my Instagram, it is pinned at the top of my page. Uh, every day you can see the different prompts and I'm, you know, the creativity I'm seeing from these photos is just amazing. Like, and it's just so fun. Like Nando was saying, like, it's just so fun to see the creativity coming out and even like the way people interpret the prompts. Like, you know, I have a lot of, I, people I talk to on there who not, who are not horror collectors, but they're using what they have and making it fit the prompt the way they see it. And it's just so freaking cool. Like I'm just loving it so far. So if you guys are interested in that, head to my page, the hashtag is TBF horror challenge, uh, and jump in on the fun, man. Cause there's some really great photos happening out there and I'm just loving it. Very cool. Very cool. I'm glad that you guys started that. Let me tell you guys, I've participated in past horror challenges and I fucking loved them because I love horror. I got a sick mind. I'll say it. Um, I really don't care. Uh, but yeah, um, I love to put some fucking crazy shit together and just put it out there and, you know, just, just see what happens. But like I said, um, be proud of your work and just have some fun. Like Monty soul said, there's no, you know, there's no prizes or anything like that. You know, let's just, get out there and have some fun. So definitely awesome. Yes. Yes. And real quick, besides my horror challenge, I am also a guest judge this week, uh, for toy shot sightings, which is a new, um, session that's begun. That's beginning to run. Um, I think they've had the page up for about a month now, but I love this page because they do daily, weekly and monthly challenges. So I am the guest judge this week. Um, so if you head over to their page, toy shot sightings, and follow the hashtags and take part, maybe I'll nominate your photo. Ooh, very cool. Congratulations on that. That is awesome. Thank you. Yeah, man, I'm telling you, it's like the busiest I've been on Instagram in a long time. (laughs) (laughs) That's good, though. That's good. Having fun with it and getting all that out there. Um, Yeah, it's been great. Let's see. What do we got? Ah, Funko Collector Drops and Highlights. So, guys, 
we kind of talked about some of this on Toy Hype USA, but just a couple of things that came out that were very interesting. And again, shout out to Jake. He shot the NECA update to me on the turtle van that he had been talking about in the past. So NECA sent him an email and they said, hey, you know, we've heard all of your guys' feedback. You know, we're going back. We're going to add in a couple updates. And here's a video to let you know that we care. Very fucking cool about NECA. So what they did, guys, was they added like a couple of more things. One of the doors I know that had a turret on it, which is very iconic from the cartoons. It um it can actually collapse, meaning that you got more space to fit turtles into the van and stuff like that. So that is definitely a game changer. The the turtle van alone looks fucking amazing. It looks very cool. Um, they're just they're doing some really great things with these and. Even though they're adding in these updates, it's not going to take away from when this gets released. So they said it delayed it maybe about a month. But I mean, with the way that we've been waiting for pre-orders and shit like that, another month ain't going to hurt nobody. Um, I know I literally waited on a fucking Mumra for almost two years. And when it finally came in, I mean, I was very excited about it and... It's just kind of one of those things, guys. It's like a surprise. You forget about it, but then it comes in. You're like, oh, hey, I forgot that I ordered this. So oh, that's the best. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely fun. <laughs> um, a game that I love and I hold dear in my heart, Street Fighter. Jada Toys brought out Ryu, Chun-Li, and I believe Guile. Um, I want to say there was someone else. I'm not 100% sure, but... Guys, these these look amazing. It's the Street Fighter action figures. They're putting them up for pre-order. You can get them at Big Bad Toys or at Entertainment Earth. So those are coming out also. Um, we've got another Super 7 wave that Marisol was talking about earlier. <laughs> um, and uh, those ones are actually pretty cool. The one that I want is Dredrick Tatum. Um, it's the version of Mike Tyson. So... Ugh, I hate to say that I'm going to have to dish out 54 bucks, but that's such an iconic character for me from the Simpsons line that, you know, I'm just going to have to suck it up and, or maybe I'll find Damn. a coupon. Yeah. He's getting super seven guys. He's doing NFTs now. This dude is balling. He's balling this week. <laughs> I'm literally, I'm literally just going to be at the corner of some busy freeway with uh, a sign around my neck saying, please help me with my addiction. <laughs> <laughs> we'll work for nfts yeah we'll work for nfts or super sevens <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious well I, if you get them i mean i can't wait to see them yeah uh the dredrick tatum one i'll definitely show that one to you i already went in and pre-ordered it so yeah that one's coming um but yeah we'll see i'm, I'm, I'm gonna have a lot of fun with the photography on that end uh, I was going to go into some of the Funko drops, but I think that we've covered Funko so much. I think we're okay. Um, yeah. Marisol, was there anything that dropped that grabbed your attention or you were excited about that you want to talk about real quick? Nothing that I grabbed. Um, I do think that the Batman that dropped this week is pretty dope, honestly, even though it was like, uh, a re-release uh, the the box set that it is um i thought it was pretty cool i just don't collect dc but if i did uh, that would have been an instant cop for me yeah uh, that, that was that's a funko cool. shop exclusive i jumped and also, grabbed two of those ones did you get the um 
the Compton colors or colors of Compton, the EZ. You know it. The moment that it Ooh. dropped, we were ordering them. <laughs> I saw that. He's really cool looking. Um, but other than that, not really. I mean, it was probably anime and that's just not my bag. So I'm not even going to try and butcher an anime name. Yeah, there was a you Demon guys. Slayer one that sold out. I, yeah, I missed it. Drew sent it to me and I was just like, ah, oh, dude, I'm, I missed it. But as when I was in there, that's when I saw the Batman one there and I'm like, oop, I'll take two. Um, yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool looking. Yeah, very cool. Very, very cool. Uh, guys, here's another fun part that I like of our episodes. Uh, Toy of the Week. Marisol, what do you got for us on Toy of the Week? So mine's not actually a toy this week, but it is my Valentine's gift from my husband. Ooh. And I'm excited about it because, A, it's it's it, it was like me to a T. It's actually it's a lounge fly bag, and it's a Toy Story lounge fly bag. And I'm super excited because, A, my husband never gets me stuff like that as a gift. Like, whenever I ask for it, he takes me to the Fox Den, and he's like, but I already got all this. <laughs> so I love this guy. <laughs> He's like, what about all this? I don't ever get you stuff that you collect because I'm pretty sure I got this. Um, but uh, he did good. He got me a lounge fly and I dabble in lounge fly. And um, he got me this really, really beautiful uh, Toy Story. If you guys don't know, I'm a huge Toy Story fan and collector. Um, and it has Woody and Bo Peep inside of a heart on the front of it. And it has the Pixar clouds all over the bag. And uh, he got it from Shop Disney, actually. And it's, uh, I had never seen it before. It's a Disney Parks exclusive. And it's just really beautiful. And I was, A, stoked that he thought about the gift like that. It was very thoughtful. And he knew it was something I'd love. And B, I wouldn't have had anything new this week because uh, I was really going after the Mischief Toys Valentine's Ghastly. And it sold out on me in the cart. And I had passed on other stuff that came out earlier in the week to get that, but it didn't go my way this time. So I was like kind of bummed because the other stuff also sold out. So I was like, oh, I didn't get any Valentine's drops, man. <laughs> <laughs> so this really cheered me up. So I think I got to give so, you the sad trombone now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Missed out. It was real. It was real amateur hour for me, guys. I'm not proud of it. <laughs> To be fair, the Ghastly was limited to 214 pieces, so the chances of copying it were very slim. Oh, yeah. You got to have extremely fast internet on that one. Yes. Or yeah, just so. be right in there at the right time, and yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, I, I, I feel you. I hear you on that. Yeah. So, yep, my, that lounge fly bag, it's a beautiful bag. Shout out to my husband. Love you. Thank you for thinking of me. <laughs> <laughs> What about you, Nando? Um, so, oh, God, big surprise. It's Funko, right? Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> I was sitting back watching all the fucking media hype on the Blacklight Bigfoot. That was a Funko HQ exclusive. Um, I understand now why the fucking hype was so huge. These fuckers are dope. So I was able to score two of them on a price that I was okay with because obviously, you know me, I'm a flipper. No, I'm just kidding. Well, I'm a vendor slash flipper. He's a flipper, guys. He's a flipper. <laughs> I'm a flipper. Um, <laughs> don't way of sugarcoating it. Uh, so I'm going to I, – I had both – I had all intentions to sell both of them. 
Um, now I'm only going to be selling one. So <laughs> one, <laughs> one of them. No, gonna, it, is, it is dope. It is. It really is. It's fucking beautiful. It pops. Uh, the green and blue colors that go together. Like, it's absolutely gorgeous. I remember all the hype for the original Bigfoots that had came out. And when I saw this one, I was like, you know what? People are going to be going fucking bananas for this. So I better just get in there. And, you know, I had two amazing eBay sellers that were extremely cool, very understanding. And, guys, they packed this the way that it should have been packed. Um, they weren't like that piece of shit, sneakers, toys, or sneakers, whatever, oh, Sammy yeah. sneakers. <laughs> Ugh, I'm still fucking fighting on that. Um, oh, how frustrating. I'm yeah. so sorry. Um, so yeah, I mean, all around guys, the Bigfoot Blacklight is fucking awesome. I mean, stickers make the, stickers make it sicker too. And it's got a beautiful Funko HQ exclusive limited edition on there. So yeah, it does. yeah, yeah definitely, definitely happy with that one. Yeah, you know, I have to agree with you because I don't collect the myths like that. Um, and I was like, wow, there's so much hype around this. And when I saw the picture of it, I was like, okay, I get it. This is a fire pop. I mean, the colors that they chose to do on it are amazing. And that sticker is just great. It is. <laughs> I got to say, it's really nice. So good on you for grabbing that. Yeah, it 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 just, it pops. I mean, it really, it really does. I hate to be, you know, like that person that just sounds like that, but it, it pops. Um, I, um, I put it in a hard stack and it looks fucking amazing. So I'm, I'm very happy with it. And that's one of the parts that I hate about being a collector and a vendor, because sometimes you just get some things and you're just like, yep, no, I'm not, I'm not selling it now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it would be so hard for me. I wouldn't let go of anything. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely tough. It's definitely tough. And there's an old vendor saying that when you start send, when you start selling your uh, personal collection, it's time to get out. So yeah, guys, Nando is not selling his personal collection yet. Mm. <laughs> not yet, guys. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, we're going to keep this on a high. There is something that is getting ready to start, and I always love listening to it. So we are going to get into that right now. In the Den with the Pop Fox. In the Den with the Pop Fox. Soul, what do you got for us today? All right, guys. So I think for the next couple of episodes, we are going to get into uh, starting and building your social media or toy photography page. Um, I I smell a part series coming on. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Very cool. I love it. I'm in. I, you know, I mentioned this on previous episodes. That's what I wanted to do in the new year. But then there was all the drama and I was kind of just ranting. But I'm done ranting, guys. Okay, let's (laughs) (laughs) stay positive. And let's get refocused. So this is for people who may be just starting out or thinking about starting an Instagram or toy photography page and how to build that following and kind of break into the community, if you will. Uh, And since we're talking about photo challenges on this episode, um, guys, there are tons of pages that run these nightly uh, photo sessions or weekly photo sessions, right? So, So even if you're just getting into toy photography or collecting, this is a great way to break in the community and um, make, you know, start relationships with other people who are doing the same thing 
that you are. Don't feel like you need to have like this huge following already to take part in these challenges. They are open to everybody. You know, just follow the rules that are listed on the on these pages. Um, and uh, you'll notice when you look at other people's photos that are posting in these sessions, there's like a ton of hashtags they're using. And it's usually like the initials of the page and then an underscore and then whatever the prompt is that day. Um, go to all those pages and see what they're doing. You know, post your photo, even if you don't, you know, feel like it's on the same level as other photos, because people will start talking to you anyway. And you can start forming relationships and start uh, learning more about photography and asking questions. And the more you do this, um, you're going to get people who start following you just based on the fact that you're taking part in the sessions. Um, so that's definitely one way to start up your page and start getting followers. Um, and the other part is, you know, pick the niche that you want to stay in. I see a lot of people start pages and it doesn't go their way because they're all over the place and they're trying to do too much. Um, if you just want your page to be about toy photography, try to just make it that, I mean, it's your page. You can make it whatever you want, but if you are trying to grow a following, stick to one thing and keep it that way. So you can get that niche audience that you're looking for, um, because you want a genuine audience. And next week we'll talk more about that, getting a genuine following as opposed to just building that number up very quickly and what the difference is. Very cool. I love that. Excellent. This is actually going to be a very cool series, guys. So definitely stick around, listen for it. And yeah, Marisol, that is awesome. I, I, I really love that subject. I think that's a great subject. And I think um, a lot of people that are just starting out, um, they'll appreciate that. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, I hope so. I hope I can help somebody out there. Absolutely. <laughs> no, it's definitely, it's always a huge help when you can kind of just... Um, you know, give people tips and tricks because, you know, I mean, like I said, if it hadn't been for Jake teaching us about NFTs and, you know, us going through all the other things or, you know, even at least for me, you know, I I kind of feel like nah, I'm not going to say I'm an expert or anything, but I kind of feel like I've got my head wrapped around this NFT ordeal and, you know, we'll just see where it goes from there. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I can't wait to take this journey with you. <laughs> uh, I know. It's going to be a blast. We'll we'll see how it goes. But uh, guys, shout out to Marty Soul. Thank you for that fun topic. And I can't wait to hear about the next ones because, you know, hey, I, maybe I want to raise the numbers on the Funkaholics podcast. So we'll see what goes on there. But we've got another fun. <laughs> Woo! Toy Rewind. Toy Rewind, guys. Um... <laughs> I just love this one. Um, not that I don't love In the Den with the Pop Fox, but I get to get in my fillers and I get to go back to, well, I get to rewind myself back to the 80s and 90s, guys, and that's where I'm at. That's where I want to stay. So, um, yeah, Toy Rewind. I fucking, and I cannot believe that I forgot this, and guys, sorry, you know, I'm, I'm going to cuss because it's just excitement, but... Um, I could not believe that I fucking forgot about the Michael Jordan Fitness Fund that was released by uh, uh, McD uh, McDonald's in the Happy Meals back in the in the 90s. Um, guys, uh, Michael Jordan was God for me. And um, yeah, so anything that came out Michael Jordan, you know, Nando had to have it. Well, 
McDonald's heard me and they're like, okay, you know, Nando, we're going to go ahead and give you, um, we're going to go ahead and give you some toys from Michael Jordan. So guys, some of the toys that were out there, they were, I mean, they're kind of stupid, but they're still fun. I was, you know, I was a kid. Um, they had the Michael Jordan Frisbee. They had the baseballs. They had the basketballs. They had the stuffing, uh, or the, the plush, I guess you would call it, uh, miniature footballs. Um, they had a jump rope <laughs> that was kind of, I mean, it was fucking, it, the thing would probably fucking <laughs> fall apart the moment you swing it around. But, I mean, it was, Bro, I had the jump rope. I yeah. definitely had the jump rope. <laughs> um, wow. They had the, um, uh, I think it was like a stopwatch, um, uh, again, plastic guys, all these things probably, you know, fell apart, you know, after one moment or, you know, a couple minutes of play. But like I said, it was just, um, it, it, it was fun. It was Michael Jordan, you know, so it was, it was definitely something, you know, that hit home with me. And like I said, you know, it's funny that they said, you know, like they're, it's it's here's my thing where I say that it's funny is they're telling you to eat this happy meal that's not healthy for you but they're telling you like hey you know go ahead and work off those calories you know with these toys that we're gonna give you that are you know fitness fun so um I just thought it was ironic and I just thought it was fucking hilarious that that they put those two together but like I said, guys, it was just a great thing from my childhood, and I'm sure lots of other people jumped on this. I mean, I don't know anybody that does not like Michael Jordan, so I know when this I mean, came if out, you don't like Michael Jordan, you're 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 evil. Yeah, there's something <laughs> you're <laughs> like, not from. are not from here. And yeah, it's it, not okay. I mean, what a perfect time to uh, talk about Michael Jordan because he's been in the news. Um, he is donating ten million dollars to Make a Wish, so. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Big Mike getting out there and uh and helping out the community. So That's awesome. See what I'm saying? To know him is to love him, man. Like if you don't like Michael Jordan, I don't know. I, I'll fight you on that. Right? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I'm the same way, man. Don't ugh, we we won't even go down that road, but like I'm like don't talk to me about Michael Jordan and LeBron James comparison because you oh, will not no. win that battle and you will not like me after we're done. <laughs> <laughs> Do not get Nando fired up, guys. You know how he gets. Yeah, you guys know. We're not we're not gonna go on another rant. Um, but yeah, that was uh that was Toy Rewind, guys. And uh like I said, you know, I just um yeah, it just it just always hits me in those fillers. And and like I said, you know, Rinky Dean toys, I love them. They're they're so much fun. That was great, Nando. I totally, that picture just brought back so many memories. Like, I just vividly remember having the basketballs and the jump rope for sure. Right. Very cool. Very, very cool. <laughs> yeah. I literally, I think I almost had like every single one of them. And at that time, I mean, I was so excited. I probably didn't even eat the fucking Happy Meal. I just busted into it, grabbed the toy, and, you know, went on my merry way playing. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, it's very, it's very cool, and like I said, that one hit me right in the fillers, and yeah, I mean, perfect timing to talk about Michael Jordan when he goes and does, you know, something great like that for Make a Wish. So very cool. That's awesome. Um, before we end things, I just want to give a shameless plug real quick. Um, 
Also on my Instagram this week, guys, I have a really cool giveaway going with Handmade by Robots. Um, it is the entire Princess line, uh, Princess Bride line, excuse me. Uh, they just came out with a Princess Bride collection, and it is uh, Fezzik, Princess Buttercup, um, Inigo Montoya, and Red Pirate Roberts. And uh, the Fezzik is mighty size, which is like their large figure. And fun fact, he is 7.4 inches because Andre the Giant, who plays Fezzik, uh, on his wrestling card said that he was uh, 7'4". Yes. True story. Uh, yes. So that's why they specifically made him 7.4 inches. Uh, and they're just great figures. So all you have to do is follow me, follow them, go to my page. You'll see it pinned. Um, but you get the whole line, which is awesome. So if you win this giveaway, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty neat. That is very cool. Very cool. Look at Marty soul guys. She's just got all kinds of fire going on today. Um, <laughs> And shout out to Handmade by Robots for just recognizing that and acknowledging that. Because coming from a WWE fan, we all hold Andre the Giant dear in our hearts. He was such a fun character and just such an all-around great guy. For them to recognize that he was seven foot or seven feet, four inches, and for them to make him as a 7.4, talking about paying attention to details and just putting something great out there that goes along with this amazing collectible. Bravo. Bravo. Yeah. I heard that detail and I was like, that is just amazing. I loved it. So yeah, shout out to them for getting it right. Absolutely. Well, we're getting it right over here, guys at the Funkaholics podcast. And guess what? Time gets away from you when you talk about what you love. And this is the podcast that talks what they love. Marisol, I want to thank you for joining us on these Funkaholic Fridays with the Pop Fox. And just um, just bringing so much fun. And, guys, let's give a round of applause to Marisol because <laughs> I literally did not hear any type of sound effect today. So. <laughs> Yes, it is a proud day for me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, just a, excuse me, just an inside joke. I've been giving Mighty Soul so much shit about the noise that comes along. And I think we've, we've got, we finally got it figured out. And uh, like I said, today is, uh, is proof. Uh, when Mighty Soul puts her mind to something, she will fucking uh, accomplish it. So. <laughs> There you go, Mighty Soul. I'm giving you your uh, your flowers. <laughs> yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh man, and just like that, guys, we got to get out of here. But we want to thank you for always coming along, uh, coming along on the journey with us. And if you are sitting back, you know, just drinking a brew or whatever your favorite beverage is, even more awesome. But yeah, thank you for joining us on the Funkaholics podcast. Um. Yeah, I'm not going to go into any more, guys. You guys already know the coupon code. You already know what to do on Apple Podcasts. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you on the next one. Bye.